Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show. <laughs> Big doings going on right now. Lorena uh, playing for that state title. We'll talk in a few minutes about um, what that was like going back to the, uh, well, the last time. The last time uh, Lorena was in a uh, state title game. Got a, got some good trivia for you as well. And then China Spring getting ready to go. Franklin, we hear you folks out there too. We, I think we, you can hear us as well. Got uh, later this evening. Uh, we've got all sorts of cool stuff planned for you. We're going to be doing some pop-ins. Uh, we'll check in with Lark here in a little while at halftime, and uh, he'll have kind of a live report. Uh, won't be kind of. It'll be a live report for what's going on, what he's seeing. And we have various people out in the field. Uh, uh, Nikki Natarulo from Channel 6 is out there. She's uh, she's doing her thing. Curtis Quillen monitoring from his uh, anchor's desk and uh Aaron this is this is pretty exciting stuff I mean this is this is this is it we have arrived it's kind of hard to believe once you get kind of toward Christmas you know it's state title time in Texas and we're here and how cool is it that um well really three of our local teams two of the teams that we talk about a whole lot are um, are playing in this thing and uh that that's uh it's really exciting, Aaron. I know you've been kind of monitoring things. Can you uh, can you bring us up to speed a little bit on what's going on uh, with uh, Lorena right now? Yeah, Lorena got off to a fast start and uh, got off to a uh, fourteen to nothing league. Brock scored and then missed the extra point. Um, so it is currently fourteen to six, and I'm looking. They were reviewing a fumble by Lorena, and I still haven't seen what they decided so oh, we, we, what do we have we have uh it, when they get to this level are you telling me that we get the review going oh thank heavens thank heavens that uh now it's all coming back to me from having watched some of these state title games in recent years that they can actually look at things um i'm sure there are moments where that's a good thing i would think to the to the fans and coaches and everybody a lot of people involved are like really Really? Now, if it's a if there's a chance to uh, Lorena, this this can this um, replay can can uh, somehow uh, give them the ball back, then I'm okay with it. And it I'm did. Okay with the replay. Uh, well, they oh, I think they ruled good. him down to begin with, okay, and it was close with the ball coming out, but Lorena did retain possession. Okay. Okay. The leopards love Lorena. In fact, I was reaching out today to uh, one of the greatest players in Lorena history, and that would be none other than John Henry, one of the great names ever to come through uh, Baylor, played at Baylor, and, uh, in fact, was on, uh, was kind of, um, Aaron, you kind of remember, he was uh, he was in school around the same time you were in school. Uh, you would have been at Waco High, and then you finished up, I believe, over at uh, over at Robinson, mm -hmm. and uh, right down the road was John Henry. 
doing his thing at Lorena. And uh, I, I would say man, he was the hammer, man. He was a he was a bowling ball. He he had speed. He had power. John Henry was pound for pound one of the best running backs to ever come out of Central Texas. I know, obviously, Ladanian gets mentioned. Alfred, um, certainly uh, uh, Walter Abercrombie. I mean, you get some. You got some great ones. But man, our man uh, Kenneth Davis at Temple, of course. The Temple Tornado, um, I, but but pound for pound, man, John Henry, whoa, and uh, his son Braylon, I think it is. I'm just now going. I was I was making sure I had that right. Anyway, uh, he is uh, he's a sophomore on the Lorena team, and so that's pretty awesome to be in a state title and then get two more years of uh, of uh, Bla- uh, Braylon Henry. That's uh, that is uh, that's exciting, and so uh, the Henry family—they're all gathered. Aaron, as only I could, there I am trying to bother John Henry. Hey, John, you want to tape an interview with me today? And John has done what he's supposed to do—ignore me, because that's what he needs to focus on. His son and the Lorena family kind of last. This is the last one in Lorena. Turn off the lights type situation. Uh, leopards travel well, and uh, that fandom travels well. And so, uh, uh, Aaron, give us that score, please, one more time, and then uh, and then let us know. Let everybody know who uh, are are not watching this game on TV. Let us know where they are on the field right now. Yeah, it's fourteen six, Lorena, with about with fifty seconds left in the half, and I believe they just punted to Brock. So Brock will have to go most of the length of the field. I, they're on the side they're showing them on the sidelines with the coach, so I don't know exactly what yard line it is, but um, uh, oh, okay, well, actually no, they've ran a couple of plays. It looks like it's a third down for Brock now with fifty seconds. So but they are in their yeah. own territory. Fourteen yeah. six Lorena. All right. Fourteen six. Um uh Lorena on top and uh this is uh we're going to keep you updated on this game, and then this thing will get to halftime. In around 435 or 437, we'll kind of pop in because it'll be halftime, and uh, Lark, I mean, we'll have to, Lark will be wanting to watch the bands, but we need to get kind of Lark's uh, take on things. So, Aaron, if you, will, uh, if you will let our man Lark know, I'm thinking about 37 after. We'll come to him. And uh, and I tell you what we need to do right now, though. And Aaron, you know the question because you kind of lived it and you remember all this because John Henry is about our age. He's about uh, uh, John Henry's um, a year or two older than us. But uh, but we watched his career, and then I watched him at Baylor. What a what a uh, what an awesome career he had. But uh, it is time for our Schmaltz's trivia question of the day. By the way, at some point in the show, we're kind of we're jam-packed today. We do need to mention that Urban Meyer got run out of, uh, I mean, they just ran him right out of, of Jacksonville. He's done. I mean, however many games we're into the season, what, 13 games in, 12 games in, whatever it is, see ya. See ya, Herb. I thought the headline should be, Aaron, you saw the story about him apparently kicking the kicker. Like, you know, the guy was stretching or something, and Herb went up, uh, Urban Meyer just went up and kicked kicked him yeah and um 
and and so that I, to me that that story was one of the final straws. This guy is a he's been a joke. He's he's apparently been calling out coaches. There's been all sorts of stories. Tom Palacero from NFL.com and NFL Network does not miss on stories. I mean, he, this guy doesn't just throw stuff out. And he had a story, and he tried to shoot it down, Urban Meyer. And I think finally, um, uh, Khan is that guy's name. Uh, Shad? Shad Khan? Anyway, the owner for Jacksonville finally just said, we're done. We're done here, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to move on. But I thought the, the best headline, Aaron, would have been, I thought you would like this, kind of a good uh, type of um, tabloid headline. Kicked to the herb. You like that? Kicked. That's pretty decent. I, I, okay. I'm, I'm, I okay. do like that, actually. Okay. Kick to the herb. Uh, instead of kick to the curb, obviously, and you would have spelled it U-R-B, short for Urban Meyer. All right. Let us know on the text line if you like that Mosley headline, kick to the herb. I feel like my man Sean Hunt from UBO will like that one. Others out there, Dave. I think Richard in Woodway, uh, I can see Richard really liking that one. The folks over this afternoon, some of our family of uh, salesmen uh, in our pl- at our place, I think we're going over to check on the folks at Pivo. I think they'll like it over there. Aaron, um, let's do our Schmaltz's trivia question of the week. To win this trivia question, it's going to be about, this is going to involve Lorena. So you need to kind of have your local high school history. That's the, That's who's going to win this one, okay? The number CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. You're going to win two free sandwiches. Again, it's 254-662-1660. Aaron, would you state the question, please? In 1987, the Lorena Leopards, with John Henry, who you were talking about earlier, uh, who I believe was a sophomore tailback at the time, won a state championship, a 2A state championship. Who did they beat, and what was the score? Okay, I like that. Who did Lorena beat for that state title in 87? And what was the score of that game? All right. Now, somehow, Lark's listening. I bet he could get it. Is Lark eligible? He's kind of part of the Eminem Broadcasting family. Is Lark? We need to have a meeting. He's inside. not, and he's always trying to hit me up for the smallest coupons. I have to tell him <laughs> those are for <laughs> listeners only, man. <laughs> I, I'm going to sneak Lark one. Lark's been so helpful to us. Uh, I think we, I think, the great uh, Nelson Rue, uh, the owner, uh, and well, I guess he's not the founder technically. He bought Schmaltz's a long time ago, though, in the 1970s, and has uh, continued to grow it. What was that 1975, 76? Anyway, Nelson got a hold of that thing, and uh, and the rest is history. Quick update: Sandwich shop. Oh, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. We got. They are at the half. With Lorena leading fourteen to six, uh, Lorena batted away a uh, hail mary on the last play of the first half. So fourteen to six at halftime, and I think we'll talk with Lark Smith after this break. No, you know we're gonna do. We got that other thing. I, oh I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. You about yeah, and we'll talk to Lark uh, at about maybe let Lark know. We'll hit him up at about thirty eight after. All right, so uh, just about fifteen twenty minutes from now. Next though, uh, we have uh, someone who is a. Uh, uh, part of the Waco Trib family at one point, um, part of the Dave Campbell uh, stratosphere, and uh, someone that just thought the world 
of uh, Dave Campbell, who uh, passed away. We'll be honoring him tomorrow. But David Cass Stevens, a very famous columnist in, uh, in this part of the world, uh, will join us next. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at the Nitsche. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy, mild with an isolated shower tonight, and lows drop to 65. Mostly cloudy skies tomorrow with an isolated shower possible in 79. And on Saturday, a cold front moves through in the morning. That'll give us a 50% chance of scattered showers, a few storms, and temperatures falling into the upper 40s and lower 50s by the end of the day. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time. We welcome in the head coach of the number one ranked Baylor Bears, Coach Scott Rue. Most importantly, we got the win, and uh, uh, that helped us uh, earn number one ranking for the third straight year, and uh, only us in Gonzaga out of 358 schools have been able to do that. And if you go in the last six years, uh, Duke, Kansas, Baylor, Gonzaga, the only ones to be ranked uh, number one uh, four out of six years. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The perfect gift for that special someone on your Christmas list can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They are your one stop for rustic furniture for both home and office, saddles for adults and children, gold and silver jewelry, cowhides for area rugs and decorations, and guns from brand names Smith & Wesson, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. Merry Christmas from Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Camille Johnson Realtors congratulates the Big 12 Conference football champion Baylor Bears. Camille is a proud Baylor University graduate and is a longtime supporter of her community and all the Baylor Bear athletic programs. For over 36 years, Camille has been in the real estate world and she started her own company, Camille Johnson Realtors, six years ago. Her group of 29 real estate agents are all successful, smart, and experienced, and they have helped hundreds of satisfied Central Texas buyers and sellers. Learn more at CamilleJohnson.com and go Bears! Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. They have it all at Dead Fish Grill. Great food and atmosphere, signature cocktails, and a perfect view to complete your day. Their menu features seafood, steaks, burgers, catfish, and chicken fried steaks. Some of the best seafood entrees in Central Texas include coconut shrimp, gumbo, oysters, Cajun pasta, and salmon. And ask about Sunday brunch. Come catch a bite and enjoy the sunset. Dead Fish Grill on beautiful Lake Belton. Check them out at deadfishgrill.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Urban Meyer has been fired as the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Offensive coordinator Daryl Bevel will take over the 2-11 team as the interim head coach. Baylor gathered 20 signatures on the first day of the early signing period. Nine of the 12 offensive picks are listed on the offensive line. Three on the defensive side are linebackers. 
CBS Sports ranks Texas A&M with the best recruiting class after the first day of the early signing period. Texas ranks fifth and Oklahoma 10th. Longhorns associate head coach Stan Drayton has been hired as the new head coach for the Temple Owls. Emory Jones says he will enter the transfer portal after Florida plays in the Gasparilla Bowl. That opens the door for former Burleson quarterback Jalen Kittman to earn the Gators quarterback duties next season. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, lots coming up. We'll get you caught up on all these state title games, but uh, happy to get to visit right now with a guy that uh, I would I remember reading and and it was did such an incredible job in the Dallas Morning News. David Castevens, who I always heard, Matt, you've got to meet David Castevens, and David somehow we kept missing each other because then you went off to Arizona and became a big-time editor uh, out, out there after you left the Dallas Morning News. So I'm just glad to get to, uh, get to visit with you after, after all these years. Well, so am I. We have, we have several uh, mutual friends. So it's good to, talk to, good to talk to you. Excuse my voice. I'm kind of hoarse today. <clears throat> no, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, but, uh, and, by the way, you were a writer all those years, so it didn't matter if you, uh, if you lost your, your voice a little bit, although your old compadre uh, Galloway, of course. Um, what did you think, by the way, when Galloway started doing uh, WBAP? Uh, I guess that's when you all both were columnists at the Dallas Morning News. Did you think that was crazy? Did you, did you think, well, maybe I should go do that and make some more money? Because that was a little bit unheard of at the time. It was, but I thought he was a natural. I mean, I felt like he, he kind of talked onto the page when he wrote, and I thought he would, I thought he would be great at it, and he was. And uh, I'm, I've always been happy for his success in, in doing radio. All right. Well, I wanted to talk to you about the first time you met Dave Campbell. I know he was very instrumental in your journalism career. And uh, it's just uh, uh, the outpouring has been unbelievable. I got to, you know, you were quoted in a Kevin Sherrington piece, which I, I thought was good because it really got to, I think, the people who knew Dave and really at formative stages in their careers. The thing about Dave is he was around so long, David, that he he had an impact on several like generations of writers. and um, And so I guess you caught him. About, oh, they, he would have been the sports editor by then for almost, um, I don't know, 20, 25 years at that point by the time you, you, uh, you got to cross paths with him. What, what was that like meeting Dave Campbell the first time? Well, I, I was one of many, many young people at the time who benefited from him and benefited from knowing him. Uh, my situation was I was – I had been out of. I had finished journalism school at University of Texas in January of 1969, and had gotten a job in Abilene and planned to be there for I didn't know how long. But anyway, I get a call from uh, about eight months later, seven months later, that summer of '69. I get a, a call uh, asking seeing if I wanted to come to to work at at the at the Waco Tribune Herald for for Dave Campbell. Well. 
you know, I was a teenager when the magazine first came out, so I was really familiar with who Dave was, and I did. I didn't hesitate leaving Abilene to come to work in Waco because it was a Southwest Conference market, and I just thought that was a great deal. I mean, I was making I think a hundred a hundred dollars a week at Abilene, and they offered me uh, a twenty five dollar raise to to come. So Dave hired me, and uh, I found out very found out very quickly that he was he was just unassuming. He was kind. He was encouraging he was patient and he was always from the day i met him he's always a gentleman there were no rough edges about him and he just gave me an opportunity that really kind of set the trajectory from from my writing career and i've always been grateful for that and i always repeatedly told him that whenever i saw him did, did, did talk, he go ahead. Oh, go ahead no, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, I was when I got there. I didn't know what I would be doing. I think you know, all of us in small paper like that, we kind of do a little of everything in sports. But I'd been there. I'd only been there six, I think, six weeks, and he had me. For some reason, he trusted me. He had me go to Baton Rouge to cover the Baylor LSU football football game in Baton Rouge. I'd never it's the first time I'd ever even flown on an airplane and I was scared and excited and he sent me and uh Baylor lost sixty three to eight. <laughs> yeah, we've had too many of those outcomes over the years. Now what what year was that, uh, David? That would have been in, that would have been the fall of nineteen sixty nine. And um, and then like two months later or so I'm I found myself in, with him up in Fayetteville, Arkansas, for the uh, they called it the game of the century between Texas and and Arkansas. I think they were ranked number one and number two. So it was just it was just amazing for me to go from out of college like that and find myself working for Dave Campbell and being in that setting for those uh, for something as big as a game like that. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Talking to David Cass Stevens, a longtime writer, uh, Dallas Morning News, Arizona Republic, then came back to the Star-Telegram, but started out early on his career with Dave Campbell. That, By the way, David, my dad would have been on that 69 uh, Baylor team. I, I uh, Although once Bill Bill, as you remember, once uh, once he showed up, I mean, I think – people uh, that that era didn't I think you probably knew right away didn't you David you and Dave Campbell both that that was not going to be a long era in Baylor football the the Bill no, Bill uh, years no it's probably why he sent me to Baton Rouge he probably didn't want he probably knew that <laughs> the writing was on the wall the funny thing about that game Bill Bill um, he was a former LSU assistant so it was kind of a homecoming for him and so the game's over at 63 to 8. And Bill Bill kind of tried to put a good spin on it. He said, You take away eight plays and Baylor's right in the game. I said, Well, yeah, eight touchdowns. Baylor wins eight to seven. <laughs> but, I, so, but I got to cover, I got to cover Baylor for, for three years, uh, thanks to him. And they, they won three games and lost 28. And Dave and I always joked, joked about it because it later prepared me for 
what lay ahead for me because in 1972, I got a job at the Houston Post covering the Houston Oilers. And in 1972, uh, the Oilers won one game, and they turned right around the next year and won another game. So it was kind of a joke that, that my time in Waco had prepared me for what lay ahead. I guess that was pre-bum arriving on the scene and would not get that thing rolling until, what, the mid uh, late 70s when they would get that uh, get going, David. But, uh, well, I, I tell you, we're all going to celebrate Dave's life tomorrow. Uh, I just, uh, I, uh, you know, we have a good mutual friend, John Black, and, and uh, I just think, uh, I, I think it's amazing to think back to Texas Football Magazine and then what he did for the Texas uh, High School, Texas Sports Hall of Fame I mean, he really had his hands on sort of a lot of different things. Now, David, did y'all, as young writers, did he get y'all heavily involved in writing for the Texas Football Magazine, or did you have too much going on with the Waco Trib? How did that whole thing work? No, he he. Uh, it was a big deal to be able to write for the magazine, and he was kind enough to to let me write the stories of the the summary for for Baylor when I was there and then after I left I mean when I was in Houston he had me write about uh write the the preview about Rice and about the University of Houston and when I was in Dallas I I went and wrote about the, the preview for SMU so no we I think we kind of all pitched down to a degree with the magazine and did some of the high school roundups because they're so I mean hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of high schools and everyone got mentioned and kids could buy that thing and look in there and see their name in the magazine and um it was just a just a just a really a, a neat tribute to high school football and it just filled a need i think in in the state of texas yeah it's kind of interesting that drayton mclean now owns that magazine you know dave's good friend and such a baylor guy because dave uh Dave was able to be, uh, you know, how he needed to be as a journalist, but uh, we know where his heart was, uh, and it was with the Bears all those years, and so he saw some some good times and some bad times. Um, I am glad, David, uh, that uh, that he made it to, to see a national championship in basketball, and I just have to think oh, yeah. that that had to be a thrill for uh, Dave uh, sitting at home uh, watching. Uh, and, of course, if I, I – I mean, he probably wanted to go, but at that point it was probably a little hard to travel. But uh, I, I would imagine Dave enjoyed that victory as much as anyone. I'm sure he did. He, yeah, his heart was with Baylor for sure. He was just such a just such a wonderful man. Like I said, he made just gave me an opportunity that I, I was I've always been been grateful. Uh, one story, if you have time, but I was telling you about how sure. patient and kind he was. I I just been there. I, there was a lot about sports I didn't know, and uh, someone I was there one day, and someone from Baylor brought in the results of a cross country meet. Well, I I I just figured I I didn't know that cross country was like golf, that the low score wins. So I took the results and thinking I think Baylor finished finished first, but I wrote this little story and had Baylor finishing last. <laughs> Well, I'm sure, I'm sure that Dave Campbell got an earful from Clyde Hart, the, the track coach. But knowing Dave, he probably didn't tell who made the mistake. He just, he came to me uh, the next day and said, you know, we need to 
we need to write a correction. So I did. And he never tried to embarrass me. And he never spoke of it again. That's just the way he was. He was he was so positive and encouraging and helpful and kind. And uh, for me, going back tomorrow, I'm going to drive down from Fort Worth tomorrow to Waco for the funeral. And it's always a it's always a sentimental journey for me to, to come back and see some of my old friends and pay tribute to the best boss I ever had. Well, we really appreciate it. And, David, I, I uh, am planning to uh, be there tomorrow, and so I hope we get to uh, visit in person. I had to – when you were talking about how patient and kind and wonderful, I couldn't help but think back to a guy we both work for. Um, that's not how I would ex- describe Dave Smith. But uh, <laughs> he was a force of nature in his own way. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, though. I was proud to be part of that sports day sports section. It was I thought it was as good as any as any in the nation. And I was glad that uh, I was glad to be part of that. And I will always be grateful for that opportunity as well. Well, oddly enough, his successor, Bob Yates, ended up being like a huge influence. And, and uh, again, not everybody loves every editor, but he was uh, a little bit like maybe what Dave all those years ago was for you. Bob was like that mm-hmm. for me. So uh, it is sort of amazing how the how the cycle goes. All right, David, we uh, we appreciate it. Look forward to uh, hopefully getting to, to see you uh, tomorrow as we celebrate uh, Dave Campbell's uh, life. Really appreciate you uh, joining us today. Thank you so much. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, sounds good. There he goes, David Castevens. And uh, uh, really one of the more talented writers to ever come through Texas. David doesn't always get as much attention as Blackie Sherrod and, and even uh, Randy Galloway and some of the others. But uh, David Castevens in his own right was a tremendous, tremendous sports writer. And so fun to catch up with him. All right, we're going to um, – we're going to, uh, after uh, next, we're going to go to Arlington and check in on Lorena with our man Lark Smith. We'll do it next. Don't let pain and sports injuries keep you on the sidelines. Talk with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. You'll discover personalized orthopedic care for kids and adults from minimally invasive to advanced surgical options and the support of physical therapy during recovery. Our doctors and care teams listen to understand you and deliver the care that's right for you at every step. Request an appointment at ascension.org slash Providence TX Sports Med. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 the flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. 
Payments for qualified buyers at 2.9% with 5000 down or cash or trade. TTNL Extra. See dealer for details. Get the quality pre-owned car you need now at a price you can afford at Richard Car. Find great deals like a 7-passenger 2016 GMC Acadia for $225 a month. A 2019 Ford F-150 for $438 a month. Plus, get top dollar for your trade now. Richard Car pre-owned vehicles go through a 172-point inspection and our aggressive lenders say yes when others say no. Find your next car or truck at Richard Car today. At Richard Car, we give you more. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Urban Meyer has been fired as the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Offensive coordinator Daryl Bevel will take over the 2 11 team as the interim head coach. Baylor gathered 20 signatures on the first day of the early signing period. Nine of the 12 offensive picks are listed on the offensive line, three on the defensive side are linebackers. CBS Sports ranks Texas A&M with the best recruiting class after the first day of the early signing period. Texas ranks fifth and Oklahoma 10th. Longhorns associate head coach Stan Drayton has been hired as the new head coach for the Temple Owls. Emory Jones says he will enter the transfer portal after Florida plays in the Gasparilla Bowl. That opens the door for former Burleson quarterback Jalen Kitna to earn the Gators quarterback duties next season. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. Let's go to AT&T Stadium. Um, we got, I mean, I, I tell you what, Lark Smith, love hearing Lark scores on the tailgate show that we do together, the Baylor tailgate show. Uh, I, it, today, though, I want to hear Lark's breakdown of a 14-6. to 6. And Lark, you'll, pardon me, I didn't quite, uh, I, you know, you, this might not shock you. I didn't give our, our man Aaron a lot of lead time. Uh, I just had former Waco Trib great David Stevens on to talk about uh, the late great Dave Campbell. And so that was kind of neat. Uh, that was a last-minute addition. But, Lark, I mean, Lorena has jumped out to a 14-6 to lead. Uh, how, I mean, does it – you having watched this and been there in person, does it feel – do they feel firmly in control of this thing? What? How has this first half gone? Well, the first quarter went very well for the uh, Lorena Leopards as, number one, they lost the toss, but that only meant that they got the football first because – Brock decided to defer, and they just decided to just run it down the field. 66 yards in eight plays, scored in two minutes and 42 seconds on a two-yard run by Rhett Hansen. So Lorena was up 7 nothing, you know, just a little less than three minutes into the game. The defense allowed a couple of first downs, but then forced a punt. Unfortunately for Lorena, that punt died at the Lorena two-yard line, but no big deal for the Lorena offense. They just go 98 yards in five plays, most of that on the legs of Red Hansen, his 54-yard touchdown run with five minutes and 12 seconds left to go in the first quarter, gave them that 14 to nothing lead. Mm. After that, Brock pretty much used the rest of the quarter to get into scoring position and scored on the very first play of the second quarter, missed the extra point, and since then, it's been all defense from both sides of the ball. Uh, Lorena has moved the ball pretty well, but they did have one turnover in the first half. Brock has done a pretty good job of moving the football. They got a big old tight end, number 88, that 
any, you got to probably put three men on him just to bring him down. But if he gets loose, I don't know that anybody's going to bring him down. So Lorena doing everything they can to stop that pass to the, to the tight end. And of course, Brock is trying anything they can to slow down Red Hanson and also keep Jaden Porter in check. Yeah, I, I got excited, by the way, thinking about back to uh, John Henry and some of those great days in the uh, in the late 1980s. And sure enough, he has a sophomore uh, son on this Lorena team. And uh, I, I saw an interview with them together, and it was just kind of really neat. He doesn't uh, he's not quite put the muscle on that his dad had yet, but I know he'll probably end up being a, a really good player for uh, for Lorena. Now, the, like you said, Brock's got some size, and they have some. But the from the way the thing has gone so far, and I love that recap. But do you? I mean, just your gut, Lark. Do you kind of sense that if Lorena just takes care of the ball, and we're glad they ruled that fumble down uh, uh, that happened, you know, not too far long before the end of the half. Do you? Right. I mean, does it seem like from watching this thing that Lorena has more horses, or does this thing seem really evenly matched? It is a state championship game. They're fairly evenly matched. I believe if Lorena does take care of the football, that they will be able to hold on to or even forge a bigger lead, but they, they cannot have any mistakes. And you know as well as I do, when you get to this level, the team that makes the most mistakes is the team that loses. Yeah, yeah, I tell you, uh, Lark, I enjoy visiting with you so much. I mean, you might have to are, – are, now, are you going – are you up in the press box, or do you kind of like to get down there in the crowd and, and hear all the, uh, be you know, be with all the fans and all? Or are you doing a little bit of both? I've seen you before kind of move around during games. How are you taking this one in? Well, I started off the first quarter, most of the second quarter in the stands, came up to the press box so I could make this report. And now I'm waiting for the opportunity to get back down in the stands and see what is going on here in the third quarter. Well, Lark, that sounds like a good opportunity for me to let you do that and let you get right <laughs> back in the stands. I would grab a hot dog or something. You'll recall there was a decent chili dog offering uh, last time uh, we were together at uh, at stadium. So peek, mm -hmm. take a peek back there, see if you can maybe get some free food, and then maybe head on back to your seat. That's probably what, what the what's going to happen. All right, there he goes. Lark Smith checking in with us and uh, – Lark uh, being very accommodating, as I, uh, I I do what I always do, which is uh, change some things up at the last minute. But Lark does a tremendous job for us, and he'll kind of be popping in, and we'll kind of be in, involved with him via text. And uh, right now the uh, the two bands were out there, and then we'll get ready going to the second half. And then, of course, uh, tomorrow we'll keep you uh, up to date on what China Spring is doing. Tonight Franklin gets involved and uh, they'll get going, but uh, this, is, uh, this is a tremendous opportunity, a great time in Central Texas. I mean, I think my only, uh, only thing I'm upset about is that, uh, that Tom Ballfield and uh, Coach Tusa aren't on the call today for Mart, and uh, that's frustrating, but that's why they lined it up, um, and that uh, Mart can't go every single year. It just felt like they were, and uh, they'll get right back in there. Uh, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas, and um, tell you what, Aaron, do we can we go straight into how do you want to do this? Do you want to go straight into uh, some Campus Confidential, or do we need to uh, do we need to pay the bills for a minute? What's best for you? Oh, there it is. Love it, love it. The sounds. <laughs> it's time for Campus Confidential. 
our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. How could I try to interrupt the dulcet tones of our voiceover man? That I love that guy. In fact, uh, Aaron, let's get him on someday. I don't know if he even, you know, knows much about uh, what we're talking about. I just want him to. I just want to hear him talk. Uh, he he reminds me a little bit of Lark. You know, Lark has that. He puts that old TV voice that he used to anchor with on. He starts kind of taking you through the game. And uh, I like that. Uh, you know, how, what, how many plays were the drive? That's an, that's an old school way to do it. And I think that's what people need as they drive around because they want to get a feel for what was happening. Now, um, Lark, now do you think, Aaron, by the way, we'll get to Campus Confidential. Uh, Aaron's going to take that over in a minute. But, Aaron, do you think Lark – when he sits in the stands, is sitting there with some Lorena people, probably offering some commentary, or kind of maybe giving Coach Biles just, some ad- advice from up in the stands. Just, you know, sit, like, just doing play-by-play in the stands? or Either that or just kind of maybe second-guessing some things. Well, oh. I think Coach Biles should be running the football. Oh, I don't know why he did that. Um, no, I think uh, I, I, I really that's, – uh, that's my only regret. I wish I could have figured out a way to be – Doing the show while watching that game. I don't even know if we could have set that up. But uh, I'm a little jealous of Lark being at the stadium watching Lorena, the Leopards in person. Lorena, no one's listening to us in Lorena today. Why is that? Well, they all left and and went to the game. They're all at the state title. And uh, so, uh, again, we're very, very excited, and we will uh, stay on top of this. Okay, it is Campus Confidential. And there's a lot going on in the college football world and in other parts of college. Uh, what is on your mind today, Aaron? First, a quick update uh, from the Lorena game. They have started the second half. Lorena got a three and out against Brock on the first possession and then a uh, punt off the side of the punter's foot. foot. So Lorena will take possession, their first one of the second half. And they will start in Brock territory. I believe it went out of bounds at about Brock's 45-yard line. So, a great field position for Lorena to start the second half and a nice defensive stand to start the second half. Okay, I like that. Good, Yeah, good report. Keep those coming. All right, Aaron, what do you have on your mind uh, in dealing with uh, college athletics today? Baylor football senior, senior Jalen Petrie has been selected as a 2021 consensus All-American, as announced by the NCAA today. The senior defensive back from Stafford, Texas, becomes – Baylor's 18th all-time consensus All-American and the first since 2019. The Bears have had eight players recognized as consensus picks since 2011. Petrie earned first-team distinction on four of the five All-American teams that are used in determining consensus honorees. The American Football Coaches Association, the Associated Press, Football Writers Association of America, and Walter Camp Foundation. He was second team, according to the Sporting News. So... Congratulations to Jalen Petrie on becoming Baylor's 18th all-time consensus All-American. And I believe the word consensus would tell us that basically when you're a consensus, that means everybody made you an All-American. Like there's no, and of course some of these things out there, we don't really, it's like, okay, I don't really care what PFF says. (laughs) But all the main ones, Walter Camp, AP, what I mean, every pretty much everything that counts said he was an All-American, and uh, so that's how you become a consensus 
All-American. There have been a few over the years. Everett was one of them. Uh, I think James Lynch may have been consensus All-American here more in, in, in recent years. Singletary was obviously a consensus All-American. Yeah, Lynch was actually the last one in uh, 2019. Okay. Had a lot of sacks, and that front was really, really good. But it's a big deal. In fact, whew, I'm trying to remember the last consensus offensive lineman Baylor had. I mean, it. I mean, I, the only one I could think of during the Browse era would have been like Spencer Drango. And I don't know, although that Jason, the guy who was the number two pick overall, Jason, what was his name? Jason, Jason Smith. Smith could have been. That was the then, year before. That was Guy Morris's last year, the year before Art. No, uh, but he stayed, and Bryles did have him for oh, one okay. year. Okay. Yeah. But um, so I can't remember him. I would almost have to go back to the Addicts, like Mark Addicts or one of those guys, uh, John Addicts, but probably – I would imagine Mark Addix would have been a consensus All-American. He was that good. But uh, but Petrie, as far as safeties go, consensus All-Americans, I mean, you had Everett. And, I mean, Mike Welch was unbelievable back in the day. But as far as and, and Robert Blackman and those guys, again, I don't know. I, I'd have to look at the list, but I that was pretty – that's amazing to be a consensus All-American. So – uh, big, big shout-out to uh, to Petrie because uh, he joins a very, very exclusive list. And he also was a guy who didn't just flash right away, kind of hung around, obviously was extremely loyal to Baylor, was the only member of that uh, class that uh, Rule inherited to stick around. And then, uh, and then, of course, Rule started – adding others. In fact, Lynch became part of that first class. But all of those guys left. And, I, again, I don't blame them. I don't want it to be like, oh, Mosley's putting those guys down. No, no, it was a chaotic, crazy time. They can go do whatever they want. But Petrie hung around, and um, he became one of the greatest safeties in Baylor football history, one of the greatest defensive players, I should say, in Baylor history. All right, Aaron, what else do you have for us, sir? Another quick update. Lorena gets a about a 35-yard pass down to the one-yard line. They punch it in two plays later, and now the Lorena Leopards are up 21 to six, with about eight minutes left in the third quarter of the state championship game. So, uh, okay, that is uh, that is great news. Okay, 35-yard pass down to the one-yard. Oh man. Okay. Well, we'll 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 uh, we'll have to stay on top of all that. Uh, as Lorena marching as we speak, this is uh, this is good stuff, Aaron. I love these updates. Okay, you just you just interrupt yourself at any time. I'm, All right, what else do you have? Of course, uh, yesterday was uh, the first day of the early signing period, and Alabama, Georgia, and Texas A&M all jockeying for the number one recruiting class in the country right now. Texas A&M has the number one class. That could change. There are still some. Some uh, top players who are going to sign late who have their lists down to uh, include a number of the top teams. Usually at least one of those three is on all of the top players' lists that haven't signed yet. That could change. But right now the Aggies have the top-rated recruiting class in the country by almost every recruiting service. They signed the number one prospect overall, defensive tackle Walter Nolan. 
They also signed uh, ESPN 300 offensive line Cam Newberry and ESPN 300 defensive lineman Anthony Lucas and Anai White among a, a number of highly, highly rated recruits. Just loaded class for A&M. Loaded class for Alabama and Georgia, too. I mean, they all three signed really amazing classes yesterday. I mean, when you say, I, I, and boy, I caught a little flack from the Aggies. I don't know if you saw that tweet, Aaron. I said something to the effect of this is the, this is the hottest eight and four program yeah. in the country right <laughs> oh, now. Oh, they were mad. I, it was funny and true, though. And, you know, I, I had the same conversation with an Aggie friend of mine. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you do know that Jimbo Fisher from 2015 to 2017 had the, number three number three and number four classes in the country and was gone less than two years later and that program was in shambles i'm not saying that's going to happen at texas a&m I'm just pointing out that this is not the first time he's had very highly rated recruiting classes but we'll see uh, how they translate on the field yeah i uh i mean that's that's the thing what will it uh what will it what will it end up looking like and uh thought Texas had a good run. There was that one guy that when we had Mike Roach on yesterday, or maybe it was when we had Travis Brown on, they were waiting on one player who was maybe wavering a little bit. Aaron, you remember who I'm talking about? I think his name is Evan Stewart, and he is a four- or five-star. I think he's a five-star wide receiver. And I think the Aggies thought he was definitely going to be in their class and then he didn't, he just for whatever reason didn't sign yesterday. And so I don't know if we've had any kind of closure on that particular story. I think um, maybe that was even, I'm trying to think, or was that Texas waiting on him? I think it was A&M. It was and, A&M. Um, yeah. Because I, I think I remember joking with one of the people we had on yesterday, let's start a rumor that he's thinking about Baylor. That's <laughs> <laughs> Evan Stewart. So, uh, yeah, we'll kind of keep our eye on that. Some of these players have held off and won't sign till February 3rd. But I would say 90 to 95% of these classes now have been put to bed. The Baylor was ra- waiting on a couple of stragglers. Um, I say that. that. That's not the right word. Basically, they just wanted a couple of kids. They were going to have their news conferences later in the day. And so I think both of those players are kind of waiting on did go ahead and sign, so that's good. And then yesterday, uh, a reminder that, uh, and again, Aaron, I'm not a, I, I don't ever try to paint myself as a huge recruiting guru, so we have a lot of these guys on as guests. Um, but I, I do want to talk to somebody we know, maybe up from the Louisville area, about this Armani Winfield, because I, I do get interested in these recruits. I just not quite enough to like, refresh my screen all day throughout the year tracking recruiting okay that's not i don't ever want to be pretend to be that guy there are other people who do that and i appreciate them and i will have them on but this guy armani winfield he's got my attention six two about 180 he's got a little wiggle got a little wiggle to him and but and then neighbors is a smaller guy but also has some great speed that's Jordan Neighbors from Rockwall Heath, coached by the former coach at Temple, who, uh, who just announced his retirement. Um, 
the other day at uh, at uh, at uh, Rockwall Heath. So, anyway, Aaron, anything you want to add uh, to uh, Campus Confidential, or do we hit pretty much everything? Uh, I had one more, but we're we're kind of up against it. We better go ahead and take the break. Got a big guest coming up. I mean, that's never really stopped us before, <laughs> uh, being up against anything. Uh, it's just uh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. The uh, number one ranked recruit in the country flipped his commitment from Florida State to Jackson yeah. State yesterday and uh, signed with uh, Deion Sanders and Jackson State, which was uh, obviously a huge deal. Uh, the first uh, uh, top recruit to ever sign with a historically black college. So uh, that was cornerback uh, Travis Hunter, who uh, – was the number one recruit in the country and signed with Jackson State yesterday instead of Florida State, who he had been committed to for quite a, quite a while. Yeah, if you watch the tape, he, he like kind of faked like he's going to put the Florida State cap on or kind of did, and he put some other caps, and then and then he then they threw him a cap, and it was really and he and he put it on, and it, sure enough, it was Jackson State. And then I've got Dion. We may need some audio uh, of Dion at some point, Aaron. Dion laughing about people saying he got some huge NIL deal. And Dion's Dion saying, We don't have any money. We don't have any money at Jackson State. He's like, What are you talking about? Where, where are y'all, y'all talking? He said, Y'all just make an excuse because you lost this kid. All right, Ward White has gone across the country. He's in Canton, Ohio, covering Mary Harden Baylor, UHMB. And UMHB, and he will join us next. This is ESPN Central Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, December 18th and Sunday, December 19th at the Bell County Expo. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers. They buy, sell, and trade firearms at the shows. The vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas, and the variety at the shows is extensive. But oftentimes, they don't have it, well, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll also find survivalist equipment, collectibles, and tons of ammo. So come on down to the Real Texas Gun Show, December 18th, 9 to 5, and December 19th, noon to 4 at the Bell County Expo. Jay from Pickup Outfitters here with your holiday gift giving guide. So it seems the air fryer is an air quotes hot Christmas gift this year. An air fryer? Come on, really? First, an air fryer is not a real fryer. It has no grease. It's a mini convection oven. And you probably already have one of those in your house. So you're just wasting money on something that's not even real. You know what is real? A grill guard. It's made of real steel and it protects the truck of someone you love and you can get one for that special person on your Christmas list at Pickup Outfitters. So avoid common Christmas gift mistakes like house slippers, a beard, nose, ear, hair, and eyebrow trimmer, or a man purse, you better not. Give a Christmas gift that says, I love you. A grill guard, a toolbox, running boards, and other great gifts at Pickup Outfitters. You can even get a gift certificate to let them pick out whatever they want. Pickup Outfitters is the Christmas gift headquarters. 220 Lake Ear Drive in Waco. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 2009, Dr. Philip Myatt in Waco Heart and Vascular has specialized in the treatment of diseases and disorders that affect the heart and its associated blood vessels. The doctors and staff at Waco Heart and Vascular are committed to giving Central Texans quality care in a timely and compassionate manner, treating patients the same way they would treat a member of their own family. They carefully explain treatment options to patients so they understand and trust the prescribed course of care. 
Vascular. They come to you in your hometown so you can see them locally. Waco Heart and Vascular, 254-235-WELL. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the Foundation Doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation, Doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. If you're looking for a way to truly help children in need, become a CASA volunteer. CASA stands for Court Appointed Special Advocate. It means that you'll represent the best interest of a child in need in court. You'll work with attorneys and social workers to make sure that child is safe in the foster care system. You won't be a foster parent, but you will be a voice making a real difference at a critical turning point in his or her life. Because every child deserves a chance, and that chance is you. Volunteer today at becomeacasa.org. Sponsored by Texas CASA. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. Presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. One of my favorite Texas Tech graduates about to join us all the way from Canton, Ohio. Uh, it is none other than Ward White. You hear him 7 to 9 a.m. Uh, weekday mornings on that game time program. And... Uh, Ward, we've been monitoring, by the way, the state uh, championship game, and Aaron tells me the Brock uh, youngsters, they uh, just cut it to 21-12. They did go for two. I don't, I wish, you know, I don't understand why teams do that these days. They try to get the two, you know, way early when if they got the, the one, they could just be, you know, one score down. Now they're, now they're two scores. But anyway, I'm glad for Lorena's sake that they did that, but uh, some, I just wanted to get our people caught up that Lorena is now has a 21 to 12 lead and we got Lark Smith on the scene there. Now Ward, you're on the scene in Canton, Ohio, uh getting ready for uh for this big uh battle that's going to take place tomorrow evening. Mary Harden Baylor playing for that title. I mean, it's going to be so much fun. First of all, what is Canton, Ohio like? Uh, I did, did you get to uh, have you already taken your tour of the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Yeah, Matt, thanks for having me on. Yeah, we took the tour of the uh, Hall of Fame last night. We actually got to go over there. They fed us dinner at the Hall of Fame, and then they had wow. a private tour uh, and let everybody go through at their own pace. Uh, so I had plenty of time to go through the Hall of Fame and soak that up and enjoy it. And it was fun watching the guys' faces as they were going through that Hall of Fame and enjoying uh, everything that's on the inside of that. Just, just a great time. 
put on by the Pro Football Hall of Fame for Mary Harden Baylor last night, and, and we really, really had a good time. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, I would say so. Now, did you gravitate? Um, did, you know, all that time you spent around the Metroplex, I would imagine you had some uh, love for the Cowboys growing up. Did you gravitate to that wing or what? I mean, I, the whole thing had to be pretty overwhelming to see all those unbelievable artifacts and that kind of thing. But what was the uh, what what was the, the most meaningful thing to you, Ward? Uh, I guess for me, I mean, I got to see Drew Pearson's new locker there at the Hall of Fame that he was just inducted this past season. That was uh, pretty impressive to be able to see that long time overdue, but to be able to see a, a new display like that. Also, I, I, for me, um, maybe the Tom Landry hat that's there at the, at the uh, Hall of Fame. I, that was that was pretty cool to be able to see that. Man, that's so cool. Uh, I am jealous. That's a great, what a great venue. And to be able to kind of have a private tour and all of that, uh, this team, Mary Hard Baylor, deserves that. And uh, they've earned the chance to go to uh, – uh, uh, the, you know, the, the stag bowl, um, you know, the, the, obviously the, uh, the 2020 stag bowl was scheduled to be played in Canton and it was, uh, uh, it, and obviously with all everything that happened, that didn't happen, but so it's really cool, uh, to, to get this thing going. What is the, uh, what's the vibe as you get ready for this game? Like, have you, uh, what are you kind of hearing about? Obviously you got two undefeated teams, but in different parts of the country. Ward, what have you kind of been able to learn about North Central, a team that's 13-0, and 0, uh, what their strengths are, and, and maybe some areas where uh, Mary Harden-Baylor might be able to exploit them? Well, you're looking at the 48 Stag Bowl here at Canton, Ohio, and you're right, it got canceled for the first year, so it's a one-year stint. Next year it goes to Annapolis uh, to the Naval Academy for the Stag Bowl, but this 48 Stag Bowl will be right here. And it's going to feature the last two national champions. Of course, in 2019, it was North North Central that won the Stag Bowl. And in 2018, it was the Crusaders that won the Stag Bowl. So the last two teams that won the Stag Bowl are meeting up today, uh, tomorrow night in Canton, Ohio. And look, this North Central team is a very good team. You mentioned the undefeated record, but you know, this is an offense that's put up over 7,000 yards uh, this season, averaging 559 yards per game. And it's a defense that only gives up uh, a, a little bit over 235 yards per game. Uh, so, you know, two good offenses against two good defenses coming up. And it's going to be a, a battle looking at Luke Light and the quarterback who has thrown for 32 touchdowns and over 3,000 yards this season to his favorite receiver. It is Andrew Kaminsky with 67 catches and 1,150 yards. So, you know, if the Crusaders defense can continue to play the way they have, be able to stop the run and slow down that passing game of North Central. This should be a great stag bow coming up on Friday night. You know, I I, I agree with you. Ward White's coming to us from Canton, Ohio. Um, there are a couple of finalists in this game for what's kind of considered the, the Heisman of Division Three, and I can't help but bring up uh, Jefferson Fritz. And you, uh, Ward, are you aware of Jefferson Fritz's hometown? Do you know this one off the top of your head? Jefferson Fritz's hometown. Yeah. Yes, I am very aware of that hometown of Kaufman, Texas, mm-hmm. the same hometown of the one and only famous Matt Mosley. <laughs> Can you ask the Fritz family? Do they know the Mosleys? 
I don't know. I it's it's crazy. In fact, I you know I'll I'll, I'll jump on a bandwagon from time to time. I got to get whether win or lose, I got to get Jefferson on because I've been thinking this guy has been so good, and in it, it I mean year after year, uh, it's it's pretty amazing. Ward, put it into perspective what Jefferson uh, Fritz has meant to that program. I'm, I'm sitting here going through. Uh, you know some of the some of the cool photos of him over the years, and 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 obviously he's a versatile type player. But what has uh, what you know, as far as a, a, a defensive player, what has he meant to that program? He's meant a lot to this program. I actually got to sit down and have a one on one with Jefferson Fritz last night, uh, and this guy is so much fun to talk to, and he has such a great personality. But he is a team leader, and you're right. Defensively, he has 62 tackles this season. He has a fumble uh, picked up and returned for a touchdown. Also has two interceptions. He leads the team in interceptions over the past three years for the Crusaders. But importantly, he is a guy that's the quarterback of this defense. He gets this defense going. He lines them up and makes sure they're, they're in the right place. And he understands the defense. He's a very cerebral uh, football player. He knows the game. And not only does he bring it to the defensive side of things too, Matt, but you look at Jefferson Fritz as being able to return punts. He enjoys doing that. He's very good at it. He's returned one for a touchdown this season. He also gets back and punts the ball, has an average of over 45 yards, an average in punting for the Crusaders. It's split time between him and Brandon Cunningham, but he does a lot of it, and he has free reign. Uh, when he's back punting, if he reads that defense and it's open and he thinks he can get a first down, well, he'll take it and run with it to get that first down. That's how much the coaches trust Jefferson Fritz and his football mind to be able to read things and, and do some things. So he, he brings a lot to the table. He is a true leader of this football team, and he's certainly one of the best defensive players in the country. Well, I tell you, the son of uh, uh, Jackie and Tiffany Fritz, and uh, you start looking award. I appreciate everything you just said. I, I, I'm just sort of amazed at, like, each year's interceptions. I mean, there was one year, I want to say maybe it was that 2018 season, I, I think I saw where he had 12 interceptions in, in those 15 games of free safety. That's just uh, – those are just staggering numbers no matter where you're playing, and um, and that's that's a really cool thing. Well, Ward, this is going to be, this is gonna be uh, a fun matchup. A fun atmosphere, the Stag Bowl. Um, do you? I mean, does this after the whole pandemic thing? Do you do you get the sense from being around Coach Fredenberg and others around the program that this one is it could even be sweeter than any of the others? Uh, just given everything that's kind of happened over the over the last uh, year and a half. I do. I, I think you're right on there. You know, they've had a, a a motto going all the way back to the spring. You know, the last year was canceled. Uh, that was obvious. Then they had the five games in the spring where they won that conference championship. But they've been saying all the way since last spring, Matt, 20 and 21. Well, coming up on Saturday night, it's game number 20. They win 20 games in the year 2021. They're the national champions. So that's what they're shooting for. And game number 20 is coming up, kicking off at 7.03 tomorrow night. All right. Uh, Ward will be on the call. Ward, guess where I'll be? I'll be in Belton, Texas, of all places, at um, Dead Fish Grill. Really neat yeah. place right out there on uh, on Lake Belton. And, uh, Ward, if you have any friends, uh, which I know you have a lot of, but if you have any Mary Hardin Baylor-type friends uh, that, that 
don't get to be with y'all in Canton, would you mind texting them and saying, hey, go hang out with Mosley? I'd love to see him. In fact, I talked to uh, Jackson Ryan. I don't know if you ever crossed paths with Jackson, but he's been kind of part of the, the baseball program there at Barry Harden Baylor, and he's going to bring some of his buddies out there. But uh, that's going to be a fun watch party, and we're going to sit out there starting at that 6 o'clock kickoff, and we're going to watch up. Uh, we're just going to watch it. We're going to sit back, have a good time. Now, Ward, do you think the Mary Harden Baylor uh, folks, would they want to hear me kind of maybe offer some commentary throughout the game? Do you think they would enjoy something like that? Well, I, I think they probably would enjoy if you turned down the television and turned up Fox Sports Central Texas and, and had the Crusaders play-by-play on. Now, Ward, that's not a bad idea. Um, I, and I would <laughs> – I think we can do that, and uh, we're going to actually have, you know, kind of uh, our little, uh, oh, you know, our sound system, our little PA thing. And so what I'll do is just ramp that sound up. Now, of course, you know how it is. There's always a little delay, Ward. But since I'm so good at technical things, I'll try to eliminate the delay. I think we'll be okay, all right? Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be nice. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Ask Tom Barfield how how good I am at that stuff. All right, uh, (laughs) Ward. uh, yeah, don't do that. Ward, I uh, appreciate you and uh, look forward to the call. And uh, that's going to be that's going to be really good. I love listening to you, but especially when you're doing championship games. And uh, really uh, look forward to this. Have a great time uh, and a great call. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate the time. You bet. There he goes, Ward Whites. Uh, he's part of the uh, the Game Time Show, uh, seven to nine. A.M. That guy's got some great stories. He's been a coach over the years. He played at Tech, and he was coaching back in the day, Aaron, where he had to kind of like splice up all the film. And he's not that old. He's just like in his 50s. But, um, you know, back back then, though, when you got into coaching as a young coach, you didn't have all the stuff they have now, and you literally had to somehow splice the film together. And I almost like cut it up to a certain extent. And then kind of we – yeah. Aaron, do you think – you think I would have been good at that? Like if I was a young coach and they said mostly splice some of this film up? <laughs> I, I think I would have struggled in that area. But, uh, but man, that's good. Uh, Ward White's from the Stag Bowl. Aaron, does that sound like a good idea? We'll just turn up the, uh, turn up the broadcast tomorrow night and then, and then have the TV on to watch, to watch the championship game. Absolutely. By the way, uh, Got to have another update from the state title game. All right. Lorena stops Brock on a fourth down at about midfield, gets a big play down to about the four-yard line and then a uh, pass play later, and now it is 28-12, Lorena. Yes. Lorena up 28-12. They're making their extra points, uh, which is nice to see. And uh, the reason they have 12 with Brock's, they missed an extra point. Then they tried to go for two to make up for it, which is strange since they could have just made it an eight-point game. But maybe they just don't trust their kicker right now. So that's fine. And 28-12 uh, to 12 in the driver's seat right now. You never know. Both these teams are moving the ball. and uh, But I, I'm hoping at this point you can kind of try to start making Brock here pretty soon. <clears throat> a little bit one-dimensional and, uh, and and get them trying to throw the ball to get back in the game, get a turnover, and then take this thing to the house. Lorena up 28-12, state title game. And, uh, again, we appreciate uh, 
we appreciate Lark Smith being right there on the scene to bring us some of the action, and he jumped on with us at halftime. And uh, fun to talk to Ward Whites. We got uh, Lorena to root for. We've got uh, Mary Harden Baylor. We got China Spring will be in action tomorrow at three, and then I guess tonight our old friends at Franklin get rolling. And uh, so Central Texas has a lot of great football teams still alive, and Lorena is trying to bring this thing home. Check in with us, by on the text line if you're listening to us right now and you are a member of the Lorena uh, fandom. Uh, check in with us, 254-662-1660. Most of the folks in Lorena are probably at the game, but I know a few people have probably had to stay home and work. But uh, we will keep you updated. Aaron's doing a great job on that. Next, Jay Black, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, joins us. Dr. Rao Ali has been helping Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali, 469-562-4188. Now time for a Cowboys update. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Sunday at the Giants has led to talk comparing Cowboy rookie Micah Parsons to all-time Giants great Lawrence Taylor. An expert weighs in after this. Head to the Star in Frisco to experience the most electrifying event of the season, Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza, powered by Reliant. This must-see event kicks off with the lighting of the Star's massive Christmas tree and leads to an unforgettable performance showcasing the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, Dallas Cowboys Rhythm and Blue, mascot Rowdy, Santa Claus, and special appearances from Dallas Cowboys football heroes. Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza is free and open to the public. Visit thestardistrict.com for more info. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Sunday's game at the Giants features Cowboys rookie linebacker Micah Parsons, a candidate for Defensive Player of the Year, playing where all-time Giants great Lawrence Taylor plied his trade. Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn grew up in New Jersey idolizing Taylor, so his thoughts on the comparisons of the two is interesting. LT was my favorite player, there's no doubt about it. Had the uh, poster on the wall, the whole thing. For Micah, we just want him to be the best version of himself. You know, he's an outside linebacker some, a defensive end some. But he's also an inside linebacker. We blitz him from off the ball. So it's a different game than it was then. But uh, for certainly, he was, he was my favorite player. Parsons already has 12 sacks this season. LT averaged 11 per year over his 13 seasons. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. If you suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board-certified pain specialist that offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469-562-4188. That number again, 469-562-4188. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM. 
and 100.9 FM. The perfect gift for that special someone on your Christmas list can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond. They are your one stop for rustic furniture for both home and office, saddles for adults and children, gold and silver jewelry, cowhides for area rugs and decorations, and guns from brand names Smith & Wesson, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. Merry Christmas from Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Camille Johnson Realtors congratulates the Big 12 Conference football champion Baylor Bears. Camille is a proud Baylor University graduate and is a longtime supporter of her community and all the Baylor Bear athletic programs. For over 36 years, Camille has been in the real estate world and she started her own company, Camille Johnson Realtors, six years ago. Her group of 29 real estate agents are all successful, smart, and experienced, and they have helped hundreds of satisfied Central Texas buyers and sellers. Learn more at CamilleJohnson.com and go Bears! This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy, mild with an isolated shower tonight and lows drop to 65. Mostly cloudy skies tomorrow with an isolated shower possible in 79. And on Saturday, a cold front moves through in the morning. That'll give us a 50% chance of scattered showers, a few storms, and temperatures falling into the upper 40s and lower 50s by the end of the day. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Westbrook defeated May 72-66 for the six-man Division I state football championship. Strawn beat Motley County 72-28 for a mercy rule win in the six-man Division II title game. Tonight at 7, Shiner and Hawley tangled for the 2A Division I title. Baylor has added beef to the offensive line at the start of the early signing period. The Bears got signatures today from Timothy Dawn, a 6'5", 280-pound lineman from Camden, Arkansas, and Alvin Elbaselli, a 6'6", 295-pound lineman from Bowie. As expected, quarterback Quinn Ewers has signed with Texas after a year at Ohio State. Four-star tight end Jake Johnson has followed through with his commitment to Texas A&M. SportsCenter, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley show been power packed and uh, Jay Black going to join us now. Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Love that place and uh, love getting by there. Any chance I get in the SWC section. I just um, I'd like just to move my office over there. If I could just kind of do my show from the SWC section. That's what I would do. Uh, Jay, let's get you an update, by the way. Uh, Aaron, our uh, our crack uh, producer, has been monitoring this Lorena State Championship game. So before we start talking, uh, Aaron, give Jay and I uh, an update. I, I believe last we heard Lorena up 28-12. Is that correct, sir? Yes, they are up 28-12, and they just started the fourth quarter. And Lorena All has right. the ball again. Well, I've been uh, watching Lorena. the game, but, uh, you know, I may need an update because the way Lorena scores so quickly, uh, they might have scored again since I went in the other room. Yeah, I'd, it's been happening fast. <laughs> Jay, Jay, I mean, I, are you thinking about sending 
your big-time uh, future college kicker over to Lorena? No, don't answer that question. We, uh, <laughs> you, you are. Uh, we don't want to get you. We've got plenty of room in the Southwest Conference Gallery, man. Let's talk about that. We might be able to get that done. <laughs> oh man, even at the when it was in Grand Prairie. I, I can remember as a kid, I used to go punch those buttons and, like, hear the fight songs. And I think you all still have that uh, capa- the ability to do that at the SWC. But the way you all did it in Waco, the layout is so beautiful. But it's just, I don't know, there's a certain age of person. And I would say it's probably about 45 and over. or uh, Probably my age and over, maybe 48 and over. But it, it's that age... The SWC, if you grew up in Texas, it's just it just it's a different kind of feeling. And so those of us that are in that age range cannot get enough reminiscing uh, about that. Jay, I had David Castevens on earlier. And that you right. know, David was a famous uh, columnist at Dallas Morning News, but he got his start for Dave Campbell. And uh, I have really loved talking about uh, Dave and, and, and his life, hearing about how many sort of generations of sports writers he impacted. And, you know, Dave was, was old enough at age 96 when we lost him last weekend to, like, his young guys that he started out with in the late 60s are now getting on up there, Jay. So Dave, uh, Dave really kind of got to see a lot of careers, and, uh, and I know that's been interesting for you too. I bet you hear from a lot of those folks that served uh, at the Waco Trib and, and, and at Texas Football Magazine with Dave Campbell. But the outpouring, Jay, of the uh, – of, of the feelings that people have about Dave Campbell, while we're sad to lose him, I, I think it's been a joyous, uh, joyous o- occasion in some ways to just reflect back on his amazing life. For, for sure. And you mentioned the, the sports writers that, that he's developed and helped, helped their careers. I mean, I was able to see that firsthand for years and years because when when the Hall of Fame moved to Waco, he was the chairman of our Texas Sports Hall of Fame selection committee. So so once a year, the, the sports writers and media people would come from around the state to kind of set the ballot for the Hall of Fame, and it was almost like there'd be an unruly class. You know, they're they're you know how sports writers are, and then Mr. Campbell would walk in, and everybody would quiet down. Uh, just to see them, what reverence they treated him with <laughs> was really special. Yeah, like in my mind, I remember I probably met Dave Campbell 25 years ago or something, and or 20 years ago, whatever it was, maybe around the time I was in college at Baylor. And it's just funny how even when I would see him, I don't know how many years ago, let's say three or four years ago, like he, he didn't really change that much. I mean, he got older, but, but not his appearance. He just had that same look for like the last 30 years of his life and, and – uh, and it's just sort of amazing. And Jay, I, I wanted to have you on uh, as a representative of Texas, uh, uh, you know, uh, Sports Hall of Fame, to talk about the the that 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 became a passion of Dave's. I mean, it's it's it, it, you would think it would be enough to have you know Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, but I think mo- getting that move to Waco when uh, when it shut down in Grand Prairie, uh, that became uh, some you know somewhat of a labor of love for him. And, um, and, and I understand he was pretty instrumental in that, Jay, in, in making sure that uh, generations now will enjoy that in, uh, in Waco, Texas. Uh, very much so. I mean, a lot of people don't realize when that, that one, Lamar Hunt 
was kind of the driving force behind the formation of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame and its first kind of incarnation in, in Grand Prairie. But a lot of people don't realize that Dave Campbell, along with some city leaders like, you know, former city manager Dave Smith and people like that, went up there. But it was really Dave Campbell lending his reputation and and, and name to, to the Waco project that, that got it moved down here. So, so, so we are and have always been very thankful for his efforts to get the, t- the Sports Hall of Fame moved down to Central Texas. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just it, it, it's great history, and it's so much fun. And then occasionally, Jay, wouldn't you all have uh, opportunities for people to uh, come by and maybe get their, their copies of, uh, of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine signed? I seem to remember over the years some pretty cool opportunities. Now, I know you did that lunch with a legend a few years ago, and, boy, isn't that great to have that preserved, to hear Jerry Hill and, and John talk to them. I mean, that's, an, that's a, another great reason to keep doing those is because that's preserved for all time. And like that, I was listening to that the other day, Jay. Uh, uh, Mor- John Morris was playing it, and then I played some of it. I mean, that's history. I mean, that in, in that that right there belongs in the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Not to Jay, not to start telling you how to do your <laughs> to, what you should do, but I just think uh, I think that's pretty cool. What are some of the the memories you have of of getting to see uh, Mr. Campbell over the years? Would would you, would he come in and do some events like that? Well, well, like clockwork. Um, as, as soon because we we were always in a, had a special relationship with the magazine and Adam Hochfelder and Mr. Campbell. So, so we would get advanced copies before they hit the newsstand. And it was kind of, tr- of a tr- tradition every summer. People knew about it, and they would call us and make sure we kind of get the, the exact date. And they would line up, some in some cases, before the doors were open. And and people would come fr- from all over to get their, the not only to get the magazine early, but to get Mr. Campbell to sign it. And, and, and I was able to spend a lot of years, a lot of hours, you know, assisting him with that signing process and, and just seeing how much respect people had for, for him. But it was kind of funny because, you know, in his later years, I mean, the, that magazine's pretty thick and comprehensive, but, you know, somebody would come up and say, hey, hey, my, my nephew plays for Midland. You think he's going to make all district this year? Or, you know, it's almost like they thought he, he, he wrote every every bit of it and, and, and knew it inside and out, knew every player, <laughs> knew every district in the state. And, and he didn't know a lot of it, but. But uh, yeah, he just—he just was was such a hero to the high school football community that it was great to see him interact and always gracious, always stayed to the last person was in line. Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. Now, do we? By the way, uh, I love uh, Jay Black, who's the uh, vice president of operations, also known as the curator, uh, the Texas uh, Sports Hall of Fame. Has uh, have we gotten your son? In in Texas football magazine yet, or do we need to do that next year? Uh, th- I think next year he'll have a shot. You know, he just started kicking this year, but he's having yeah. fun with it over at Waco High and Coach Hill. They all do a good job with him. So all right, well, so we're kind of uh, kind of proud of him. I would imagine you should be, and uh, uh, Coach Tusa and Tom Barfield have really been bragging on him. So I expect him to have a big season next year. And uh, it's like you don't want the kicker to have too many opportunities because you want to score touchdowns. But uh, but uh, he's uh, he's uh, he's really a talented kid from what I understand. So I I can't uh, wait to watch him play in the future. Jay, thanks for uh, thanks for being on with us. Really appreciate it, and uh, hope to see you soon. I know there's a gathering tomorrow to honor 
uh, Dave, and, and uh, really hope to be able to stop by and, and uh, pay my respects. But uh, really look forward to seeing you. Thanks a lot, Matt. You bet. There he goes, Jay Black, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, the curator over there. And, uh, and he, he gets all the stuff and gets it up and, uh, you know, helps all his plays, also runs the place. So he is uh, has a huge hand in all of that. Great to have Jay on with us. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We continue on, and we'll give you another update uh, from the state title game. Lorena was up 28-12. How are they doing now? We'll give you an update in a moment. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor basketball, men's and women's swing back into action this weekend, both on the road. Give you details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. After my first car accident, I feared the biggest damage would be to my wallet. I expected a mountain of bills and a long, drawn-out process. But my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent was there when I needed her and helped me get back on my feet and in my car in no time. Instead of a hassle, I got reassurance and a quick recovery. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an agent who's there when you need them most. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. Congratulations to Coach Dave Aranda and Baylor football. They announced a class of 20 signees. New Bears headed their way to Waco this year. The entire class and details available on the web at BaylorBears.com. Meanwhile, Baylor men's basketball, number one in the nation, back in action Saturday on the road. They'll play the Oregon Ducks in Eugene at 9 p.m. on Saturday night. And the Baylor women, number five in the nation, on the road at number 13 Michigan this Sunday afternoon. The game to be played at the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. Here's Baylor women's coach, Nikki Collin. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's an opportunity. I mean, we should look at every game as an opportunity, but obviously – this is more of a statement opportunity. Um, you know, we, we lost at Maryland on the road. This is um, as, as much as we were happy to come away with a win against Missouri. Missouri's not ranked. Um, so this is, this is an opportunity. This is a resume builder. This is, um, you know, and, and, and when you ask the question, like, how do we, how do we break down whether we're, you know, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily look at anything as we're preparing for conference. I think it's the idea of, Right now, what are we doing? It's a combination of, of cleaning up the things that we've done that we haven't been able to clean up because we've just gone from game to game to game. And um, so what do we have in? What are we, what are we good at that we have to meet, be a little bit better at? You know, what do we have to tweak? And then ultimately, what do we have to add so that our playbook grows a little bit by the time conference starts? And then, you know, how do we even tweak that by the time you play teams a second time around? Um, when it comes to Michigan, you know, because we've been off, off in, in a way from, from game prep since Alcorn, you know, we, we spent 
three days in a row, like not really doing anything Michigan driven, um, really focused on us. Um, a lot of fundamental stuff, getting back to ball handling, passing, um, spread situations, driving, when to kick, when to drop, you know, getting to our spots, things like that. So truly, you know, dialing it back, back to the fundamentals that are going to happen in the course of a play, um, a freelance situation, you know, all of those things, you know, in a game. Nikki Collin and the fifth-ranked Baylor women in action Sunday against 13th-ranked Michigan, part of the Basketball Hall of Fame's Women's Showcase in Connecticut. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. They have it all at Deadfish Grill. Great food and atmosphere, signature cocktails, and a perfect view to complete your day. Their menu features seafood steaks, burgers, catfish, and chicken fried steaks. Some of the best seafood entrees in Central Texas include coconut shrimp, gumbo, oysters, Cajun pasta, and salmon. And ask about Sunday brunch. Come catch a bite and enjoy the sunset. Deadfish Grill on beautiful Lake Belton. Check them out at deadfishgrill.com and on Facebook. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Westbrook defeated May 72-66 for the six-man Division I state football championship. Strawn beat Motley County 72-28 for a Mercy Rule win in the six-man Division II title game. Tonight at 7, Shiner and Hawley tangled for the 2A Division I title. Baylor has added beef to the offensive line at the start of the early signing period. The Bears got signatures today from Timothy Dawn, a 6'5", 280-pound lineman from Camden, Arkansas, and Alvin Elbaselli, a 6'6", 295-pound lineman from Coppell, along with Colton Price, a 6'3", 280-pound lineman from Bowie. As expected, quarterback Quinn Ewers has signed with Texas after a year at Ohio State. Four-star tight end Jake Johnson has followed through with his commitment to Texas A&M. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Working through a uh, Thursday, and uh, we've had all sorts of stuff going on at the state title game. And uh, appreciate Lorena, appreciate Lark Smith, by the way, uh, who's there, there in the stands watching this. He'll stay right up there and uh, watch China Spring tomorrow. He'll be in the stands tonight.
probably, uh, I think he will be, watching Franklin. If I know Lark, there's no way he's going to leave that stadium. He'll stay right there and just watch all the football he can and get his full money's worth. But uh, some good stuff from Lark weighing in earlier. And Aaron's been doing a really nice job keeping us up to date on what's going on in that uh, in that state title game. Um, and uh, and also, we also need to announce the trivia winner at some point, uh, Aaron. We'll do that maybe uh, during the dismount. Aaron, give us the latest uh, on the uh, on how Lorena's doing against Brock. Well, there's uh, Brock just scored, so it is right now. It's thirty-five to eighteen, but Lorena firmly in control uh, with I think uh, under five minutes left. So it looks like they're on their way to a uh, state championship. Man, um, I'm I'm looking at this one. Oh yeah, a minute twenty seven left. So okay, uh, okay. that's 18 and Brock going for two, but less less than a minute and a half left. Brock tried to make it thirty five twenty, and they will. Uh, and then of course they had it thirty five twelve. But uh, the uh, I was watching this last this uh, Lorena situation here, and <laughs> can you imagine doing this? They're up there playing where the Cowboys play in that unbelievable place. They're in a state title. And uh, some kid, they line up for a play. Aaron, you probably saw this a few minutes ago. And and the, the is this the quarterback? He's he's dead to rights. He's going to go down in the backfield for a loss, down on about the five-yard line. And at the last second, let me look at this. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is too funny. He It's a keeper. And at the last minute, he just he's about to go down. I mean, plays over, and the uh, Lorena kid, number twenty-one, takes the pitch uh, because the quarterback's going down to the ground, and then runs it in, and that's how they got it to thirty-five to twelve. Golly, I love watching this. And uh, Lorena, you love it when a team peaks at the right time, and then on the biggest stage makes it happen. So uh, Lorena. My family has some ties to Lorena. My mom's first teaching job ever after she finished at Baylor was right there in Lorena, Texas. And so uh, let's claim this. All of Central Texas, we claim the uh, Lorena state title that's about to happen. Aaron is counting it down as we speak. Aaron, I would imagine they're now kicking off uh, after having uh, did they get the two or not? Yeah, they just finished the two-point conversion play. They was successful. It's 35-20 uh, with a minute 22 left. So, okay. Lorena, right. a minute and 22 seconds away from the state title. And by the way, they have been dominant on their state title run. I mean, they, they've beaten everybody pretty handily. I don't, I don't think that they've had one close game in the playoffs. What's the population of Lorena? Aaron, could you look that up real quick? I'm just sitting here looking at their fans. And they just, they had a good shot from the end zone. Uh, I'm looking on Dave Campbell's Texas football on that touchdown I was just describing. And that place is loud. You think Lark gave it a fist pump? You know, Lark's a big time former TV guy, big time journalist, but I bet he gave it a little fist pump. And according to. Yeah. Oh. In 2019, it was 1,995. So I would, I would two thousand guarantee it's uh, over 2,000 by now, but around 2,000, yeah. Population 2,000. I'm just going to say population 2,000. 
They are all there. That is, that crowd looks awesome. I mean, Aaron, go to that Dave Campbell's Texas football handle, and you can tell. I probably need to take a break here in a second, but go go look at that, Aaron, when you get a chance. And and on that play, you get a great look at the crowd, and they are stoked. I mean, they are, and it's big. Like it's not like oh, it's a that's a three A you know football crowd. Like they take up a huge part of the stands there. And they're making some noise in what is a cavernous stadium that can hold upwards of 90,000 people. And, uh, and of course, Jerry's tried to fit 100 in there before. He loves trying to pack that place. But, man, the Lorena fans are showing up and showing out. And a great victory about to wrap up there. Aaron's kind of watching as they get ready to kick off. And we'll give you the official word. When it was over, uh, Aaron, what is about a minute left in this one uh, as Lorena tries to close out Brock to win that 3A Division One UIL State Championship? Yep, the onside kick is unsuccessful. Lorena covers it, so now they'll just take a knee, run this ah. last minute and 22 seconds off the clock, and the Lorena Leopards will be Class 3A Division One State Champions. Sorry, Brock. If I had to guess, Brock's somewhere out. You start out kind of toward Denton and keep driving out that direction. I think that's out north of the Metroplex. Anyway, uh, the I know where Lorena is because it's very, very close to us. And uh, so proud of uh, Lorena and uh, the whole town and uh, proud of, the, proud of the, the fans showing up like they did. All right, we will, uh, we will uh, take a quick break and then be back with the dismount and uh, give you the final word on Lorena closing out uh, a state title. Very exciting. That's next. Weekdays at 8, 10 a.m. and 5, 10 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Tis the season to give, and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta, Waco Tacos, and Village Pizzeria. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget, it's tamale time. Choose from delicious pork or chicken tamales. Order yours online at LaFiesta.com. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Randy and Dennis, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. In the morning, it felt like I was standing on marbles on my heel. Working at an amusement park and being on my feet all day long, extreme pain every day, trying so many different things over the counter, none of it worked. When I went into the Good Feet store, the fitting was all about me. She brought out these two little art supports, tried them on, walked around the store with them, and immediately felt better. It's amazing. Your day becomes better and the sun shines. You know, it's a good life. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. If you're paying too much for health insurance for yourself and your employees, and you probably are, 
Listen closely to this message. Our agency, in addition to representing all the major medical companies, we have an exclusive contract with one of our carriers that no other agent has in the entire country. Hurley Benefit Services President Michael Hurley. Our plans encourage educated consumption of health care. And as a result, we've been able to save employees and employers thousands of dollars. I have a local company here with a little over 100 employees, and we're able to save them in the last 12 months over $100,000 in premium dollars. This is indeed fact. It's worth 10 minutes of your time to talk to Hurley Benefit Services to learn how you can save thousands on health insurance costs. Set a no-cost, no-obligation appointment with Hurley Benefit Services to find out more. Hurley Benefit Services is locally owned, and they're online at HurleyBenefitServices.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y BenefitServices.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on. That's Genco and me. Genco has extended their offer till the end of the year. Refinance your vehicle today at Genco with rates as low as 1.69% for 48 months. And have 90 days of no payments. Refinancing can lower your payment so you pay less for your car. Apply online and get an additional 0.1% off our already low rate. You can't pass on rates this low and make no payments for 90 days. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. NCUA, equal housing lender. They're people I trust. They treat me to Genco. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show. On his uh, Matt Mosley Show, Aaron Sexton alongside. A lot going on in the sports world. Whoa, whoa, that is the breaking news sounder during the Dismount. We don't always hear it during the Dismount. Let's go to uh, our... Eminem Broadcasting ESPN Central Texas Newsroom, where Aaron Sexton is standing by. Aaron, what do you have for us? It is a final. The Lorena Leopards have defeated Brock 35-18, and they are the Class 3A Division I state champions. Wow. That is huge. 35. Wow. That is uh Aaron, say the final score one more time for our folks because they were, I know, going for two there at the end. What was the uh, what was the final on it? Oh, uh, 35-18. I think that I guess that the two-point conversion must have been overturned because oh, it, okay. it got ruled, you know, it was ruled that they had made it, but I guess they looked at right. it and he didn't. Well, I mean, you're looking at the TV. If it right. says 35-18, we'll go with that. Um, Lorena, I mean, we've been monitoring this thing. I tried not to turn it on because I'm already distracted enough, and I thought we had some really cool interviews today, and I thought if I had that game on, 
I would be beyond distracted. It's and been that tough. Would not be, yeah, that would not be a good product. But Aaron line up all these interviews and do all that. And then, of course, yeah, I, I gave him a nice little scare right before the show as well. The thing is, Aaron, one time I gave uh, Simcox such a bad scare. And sadly, I was being transported to the hospital this time. Oh, it man. wasn't anything like that. Yeah, yeah. But um, that was that bike accident. I mean, by the way, there's a, some, uh, there's a guy named Tyler McComas through a, a, a site called Barrett Media. Uh, Aaron, who uh, wrote a really cool uh, story about all that. The comeback, my comeback from all that. So that was kind of neat. I'll let you, uh, I'll let you see that. We could, you know, tweet it out perhaps or whatever. But uh, the big news is, Lorena gets it done. That's a great community. Coach Biles. I mean, my gosh, she's been doing it forever. And um, I've always thought, you know, a lot of coaches they'll go into uh, become athletic directors, and I, I'm, you know, I know he's the. AD and all that stuff out there as well. But a lot of times they'll get about 50 or something. They're like, you know what? I'm about done coaching, 52, 55, whatever. They, they'll they hang it up. I, I say if you feel young and feel great and vibrant, just keep rolling. I mean, Alan Herod at Salado tried to hang it up, or he tried to be an AD, and he said, you know what? Kind of miss coaching. And he's back down there at Salado now after being at Stephenville as an AD. Coach Biles, uh, that's a uh, tremendous accomplishment. We remember, of course, the 87 state title. They played again for it, 89, and went up against uh, Groveton. I think that was Rodney Thomas they faced at that point, the great John Henry. And uh, the, the cool thing is John Henry, the former Baylor great, former Lorena great, has a child on this team. I believe that's Braylon Henry, and he's a sophomore on the team, and I bet he gets better and better, and we're going to see a lot from him. But uh, Darby had a good one on him. You can see Darby, can't keep all my news folks straight, but uh, she's uh, she's on locally for Channel 44. I, I, we got a lot of great news people locally, Curtis Quillen, of course. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Thank you. Great job by Aaron Sexton today. He had to juggle a lot of different things. Thank you to our listeners. And uh, Mr. Connor on the victory, he'll get his schmaltzes, sandwiches, Good night, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll check in in the Hub City on Joey McGuire's first recruiting class for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. That's straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Brunerado family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit Brunerado.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at Brunerado.com. Your family since 1928. We see a vast desert of sand with distant hazy mountains. On a dusty road, a black car travels at speed. A man walks to the top of a large dune. He turns his head. Behind him, a band of armored vehicles waits to spring a trap. 
Well, he's in trouble. What happened? At Spectrum, we think nothing beats movie night. Pause it. The man gives the signal to attack. So the Spectrum Access app gives the visually impaired audio description on their phone so nobody misses a thing. If you like the bale of gear John's wearing, check it out at the Bale of Bookstore or 24-7 online at bealeofshop.com. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, diagnosing and treating all sports-related injuries, including concussions. These specialists also provide orthopedic services for athletes and non-athletes alike, whether it's knee or shoulder pain, hand and wrist injuries, orthopedic spine care, and even an arthritis and total joint clinic. Trust the doctors Baylor Athletics trusts. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics wants to get you back in the game. Now for a look around the Big 12 Conference, here's J-Mo with today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. And welcome back. You know by now, yesterday began the early national signing period. It's referred to as 